Oh, okay. Oh, what is that? It's Above the Fold oh. Podcast. Yes, here we go. Oh, boy. Welcome to Above the Fold Podcast. This is episode 22. 22. One more than 21. Two dimes and two pennies. Mm-hmm. Or a couple nickels and a dime and a two pennies. Or a quarter with a chunk taken out of it. Mm-hmm. Today is a very special episode of the Above the Fold Podcast. We have a guest with us. Um, he is a self-published author and a marketing genius. Um, that's, I mean, he was born in the great state of Kentucky, Kentucky, and he hails to us from in our home now. It's, you probably already know who this is by now, but it's Nathan T. Wright. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. First off, I was going to ask you, but, uh, I always say T in between your first and last names. Is that a common thing? So the origin of that T is um, when I, like, early, oh, no, I want to say, like, 2006, 2007, when all the social networks were emerging, mm -hmm. there was this kid, Nathan Wright, who would always get in early and take the Nathan Wright username. Oh. So. No. Jerk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was, I think he was like a, a youth pastor in Georgia or something, and he became my <laughs> <a> nemesis. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> he Like, every time something would launch, Facebook, Twitter, wow, Nathan Wright got my username. So eventually I, I kept adding the T, and then it kind of just became this thing. So mm -hmm. you can find me everywhere with Nathan T. Wright, basically. It's like your, your, your handle. It is. Like, mine is JPL Homer. Yep. Everywhere. And mine varies. Varies now that you Based you're, on what's available. Yes. Underscore Brie Larson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or bboyson788. <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo um, emails. Nathan works at Hy-Vee. That's correct. During the day. What's yep. your title there? Digital Marketing and Innovation. Digital Marketing and Innovation. Mm -hmm. um, so you work on the digital side of marketing. I do. I work on a variety of things there. Um, uh, our day-to-day uh, -day social media content. Um, and I touch some other things too, like the mobile app, um, hyvee.com. Isles Online, all of all of those different web properties mm -hmm. I'm starting to become more involved with. Nice. Bree and I both saw you talk at a, was it AMA luncheon? Yeah. Mm -hmm. For uh, talking about high chai. Mm -hmm. Is that still a booming? Still a thing. Kids love their Chinese food. Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. We had Chinese. Yeah, we just had it the other day. Okay. Yeah. It was good. We did not tweet about it, but mm -hmm. we ate it. So. Next time. Next time. And Isles Online is the delivery service? Yeah, that's rolled out in all markets now. So you can wow. shop online on your phone or tablet desktop laptop whatever you want um and then pick it up or have it delivered mm -hmm. I, yeah we've never done that mm -mm. how many years in the making was that i believe that was like a, th a three-year project okay. from start to launch mm -hmm. cool yeah, very a lot involved with it a lot of logistical things to figure out do other do a lot of other grocery stores offer that service or is it there's Pretty a few, exclusive. yeah, there's a few scattered around. Mm -hmm. um, I think Hy-Vee is the first one to go all in, all mm -hmm. stores, all markets. It's pretty cool. We'll have to try it sometime, mm -hmm. but we'll still like drive there. And, like, <laughs> it's just a it's minutes away from our home, but right. please bring it to my front door. Yeah. It's one degree out today. <laughs> mm -hmm. We have a very fancy Hy-Vee, and it's on Hickman Road in Waukee. You do? That's a nice one. Yeah. Yep. Um, I remember when we first moved here, I texted Bree after I went. It's like, this is such a cool high V. It has 
the I don't know. So, like, yeah, the lights in the like co- the freezer section when you walk by, it's like motion censored. Motion censored, which doesn't sound that cool when you are describing it because there's so many motion censored things. But they also had these little, um, I don't know, like dance style colored lights in the aisles like to showcase certain things and i'd never seen that before and just a lot of fancy airy mm-hmm. stuff so hyvee is so fancy now it is i like it when the freezers light up when i walk past it, it makes yeah. me feel important <clears throat> yeah and you All know right. like oh no one's been down this aisle for a while i'm gonna warm everything up <laughs> yep let's go let's buy a pizza um more recently you have uh stepped outside your normal role and released a book that's correct. That's really exciting. Congratulations. Thanks. I, um, I self-published. Self-published. Yep. Uh, and we'll talk about that after a bit, um, but it's called The Adventures of Fatberg. Mm-hmm. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yep, that's pronounced correctly. Fatberg. 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 It does take place in London, right? Mm-hmm. So it does. I have to reread it in a British accent, but um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, we're really interested in finding out what it's like to... Um, do that from start to finish and how that's going cool so. mm-hmm. but first well we're our fence is currently almost well partly installed yeah they started the other day and then their machine broke so they'll have to come back on monday it takes a really long time to install a fence i uh, bet in the winter it's <laughs> yeah tricky. well yeah because we adopted luna and they were very big on like she needs to have a fenced in backyard so we kind of we really wanted to make it happen so we said yeah we're gonna get a fence and we called the contractor and i figured we'd get a response that hey we can install it as soon as it thaws out in the spring but apparently they have a a winter price and spring price um so they yeah they showed up on friday and started to um they have to hand dig a lot of holes because of utilities and so that's taking it's taking them a long time. They're here for probably eight hours Friday, mm-hmm. and they've only I mean dug probably half the holes. Mm-hmm. So and then their machine broke. So, but kudos one of these to them. days we're gonna have a fence. We're gonna have a fence. Um, and I just kind of feel bad for the guys working out there because it's very cold mm-hmm. right now. Do you have a fence? Yes. Yes, we do. And you run around back there. The dogs the, love it. Yeah, they can run around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the dogs. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Bree's a very big dog person. How many, um, how many dogs do you have? Two. Two dogs. Yep. A husky. A husky. And she is just over a year old. Mm. And it's fully grown now. Mm. Um, chilling out a little bit. Yeah. Still kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but getting better every day. Mm-hmm. And then Arlo, the, the infamous, Arlo, mm-hmm. who, infamous Arlo. Everyone here knows Arlo the Corgi. He's, um, uh, I believe he's 13 now. He's wow. kind of... Once he crossed 10, I lost track of age. Yeah. So I have to check vet records to remind me how old <laughs> mm-hmm. he is. But I believe he's 13, which is relatively old for mm-hmm. a corgi. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Still trucking along, though, huh? Still is, yep. Does he have any leg issues yet? No, uh, but he's been paralyzed twice in his life. Oh. And um, he's somehow survived mm-hmm. both times. Um, had to have surgery both times. Yeah. So those were Trooper. spinal issues that corgis have oh. yeah can imagine with the long body is it just like all of a sudden one day paralyzed yeah. or over time yeah oh. yeah it's just like a, a switch is flipped and then like he I was can't paralyzed. walk yeah and he's dragging legs behind him oh, oh. that's scary yeah. yeah well luna watch it watch she's it. chewing a bone right now everyone and uh much should more. take a poll on it if she's gonna start to bark 
wine or pee. Mm-hmm. So right. put your numbers in. Yep, put your numbers in. We'll check at the end of the show. <laughs> okay. Well, tell you what, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and talk more about the book biz and uh, maybe a little bit about Star Wars and things. Sweet. Stay above the fold. Today's episode of Above the Fold Podcast brought to you by the critically acclaimed soap opera drama Where's My Shoelace? Starring Academy Award winning actress Susan Seguzin. Don't take my shoelace! Honey, I didn't see a shoelace Babe, anywhere. It goes on my foot. It goes on my foot and my shoe will move it. I know where the shoelace goes, honey, and I've had it in my drawer the whole time, okay? Don't you talk to me about dress. I keep my pants on. You be cheating on me with Gloria. You won't want to miss an episode of Where's My Shoelace as Susan and her husband David navigate the ups and downs of a relationship while riding the waves of their massive yacht. Marlo, bring me a glass of Chardonnay. I gotta get over this shoelace problem with David. Hi, honey, do you remember where the Chardonnay was? Oh, it's in the the kitty fridge. Okay, I'm digging. Oh, I found it. Here we go. Oh, that. It's been a while since I've had a good job. What's going on here, you ladies? I'm going to take my shoelace and I'm going to get the hell out of here. What is the deal with you and your shoelaces? Oh, don't even start with me, David. Okay. I know you've been cheating on me with Gloria and I've seen it with my own two eyes. Okay, even if you wanted to leave, Susan, you can't because we're on a boat. Okay? (sighs) That's a really good point. Catch Where's My Shoelace Monday nights on ABC. Welcome back to Above the Fold Podcast. We're here with Nathan T. Wright talking about marketing as far as books and stuff goes. We haven't come up with the title for this episode yet. Books, <laughs> books and stuff. Books and stuff. Books and stuff. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Star Wars, you've seen it, right? Yeah, twice. Twice. Yeah. Okay. We saw it once. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Even uh, better the second time. Is it? Because mm-hmm. you probably catch more things the second time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the first time I was just so excited mm-hmm. and just kind of along for the thrill ride and then second one you can kind of okay slow your thoughts down mm-hmm. and enjoy it a little bit more not everything's not a surprise anymore right. you can just take it all in we should yeah. see it again yeah i'd like to see it. <laughs> uh, okay. we're not like huge star wars people but i had a lot of anxiety and baggage going into it the, the first time because of the prequels mm-hmm. because they were so bad you know and then this was built up to be so huge, but there's still a part of me thinking, what if it sucks? Mm-hmm. What if it's not good? So what was, can you explain to us who, I mean, I've, I've maybe seen one of the prequel movies. Why were they so bad compared to the originals? So the originals, uh, you know, I grew up with those. So I have this attachment to them as a child in a movie theater for the first time. Um, and it's just kind of baked in to my DNA now, enjoying that experience. And then the prequels come out, and they weren't they weren't handcuffed by technology anymore. So when George Lucas made the first three, there was a lot of puppets and like 
kind of corners he had to cut mm-hmm. and special effects weren't quite there yet but it was part of the charm mm-hmm. of those first three is they had to just make do with what they had mm-hmm. and then cgi came to where it was you know late 90s and these prequels he could basically paint whatever he wanted on a canvas and it kind of just was a big cartoon yeah and it was goofy and uh, and too serious at times and plotting and it's just it was a disaster. Mm-hmm. It didn't have like it didn't have any spirit to it. It didn't have any personality. It's just like look at look at this cool thing we can make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would you rate the the most recent Star Wars amongst all of the movies? Well, I still think Empire is best. Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. is is probably the strongest. And then then I would say a close or a close second is the original Star Wars: A New Hope, and then probably this one. Mm-hmm. This one could be. Maybe right up there too. Because it goes A New Hope. A New Hope, Empire, Empire, and Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Four, five, and six. Four, five, six. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting to see Adam Driver in there as, what's his name? Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah. And he hosted SNL last night. Mm -hmm. So uh, we were talking about his, uh, the sketch where he did uh, Undercover Boss and um, he like pretended to be some like. I don't know repairman or like what, I don't know what their titles are. Yeah, some but, laser repairman. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty great. Yeah. Um, yeah, we know. At, so we watch girls. You watch girls? I haven't seen it. Um, he's Adam Driver is kind of the boyfriend in Girls, Lena mm-hmm. Dunham's boyfriend, um, and he's. I mean, you watch four seasons of Girls, you wouldn't have expected him yeah. to play what he did in Star Wars. So it's kind of a cool opportunity yeah. for him I'm well sure. and then last night in his monologue he said that he served in the military before acting and he's only been like acting for a few years and then he landed that huge role yeah which is pretty incredible yeah i didn't know he was dreams in the can come true people how is can his character different in girls in girls what is he like there um it's not that much <laughs> different honestly take away the star warsness <laughs> um He's uh, like he's an aspiring actor, uh, a theater actor Mm -hmm. in the show. Um, He's just kind of an irresponsible boyfriend. He's like a sex addict. (laughs) Yeah. Um, He's kind of a dick a lot of the time. So, yeah, I mean, he plays a role really well. (laughs) He plays those types (laughs) of roles really well. So, Um, yeah. What else? What else about Star Wars? Well, I don't know anything about Star Wars. You were you're watching Making of a Murderer. Just finished that. Just finished. Yeah. We watched the first episode. Yeah, when... we need to we need to kick it into gear and okay. get going on that. Mm-hmm. Usually but... you don't just watch the one and stop. So this feels like an anomaly to me. Usually you watch <laughs> yeah. one through five immediately. It was like then... at the end of the night, and then you're like, okay, I've got to go to bed. But mm-hmm. um, I thought before when i started playing it before you know got into it that it was fiction show that everyone was tweeting about it. it's like oh this is a really cool fiction show uh and, and it's real um mm-hmm. and then i was get, going through the first episode and i thought they were going to do a different case every episode because it, they kind of make it seem like it's wrapped up at the end of the first episode um yeah well it seems like it's perfectly suited for netflix based on what netflix is going for right now but I, I don't know if it was originally sold to Netflix or like they just started making this show and because they've had to make it for many years now. Yeah, it, it, apparently it took 10 years to film the whole thing. Wow. So, uh, yeah, at the beginning, obviously, they aren't it's thinking like about Netflix. It's not like Netflix is yeah, yeah. the picture yet. Um, 
but I I would assume like the popularity of Serial has mm-hmm. they had all this footage and then Serial be, became a thing and then Netflix was like oh we we need something like sure, that sure we'll buy yeah. it yeah good timing there mm-hmm. um very cool well let's should we do a segment let's do a segment <laughs> this is a really fun segment because. <laughs> You guys are going to find out things about us that you would not find out normally because you're not sitting in this room with us right now and mm-hmm. you can't see us. This is really going to be really exciting. So, so go go we'll, for it. Okay, we'll go for it. This segment is called, What Are You Wearing? Oh, boy. So here's how we do it. We just go around the circle and we talk about what we're wearing and that's about it, okay? So, Josh... What are you wearing? I'm glad you asked. Uh, I'm wearing a polo t-shirt. Well, polo shirt. It's it's green. Um, there's it's kind of like a soft fabric. It's not overly barren or uh, bearing bur- burdening, burdening. Not heavy. <laughs> it's not uh, like suffocating your arms right. to the point where you're you're sweating through it. No, and not you can yet. All see the sweat. Uh huh. Okay. I have a white undershirt. I'm wearing some blue jeans and some. Uh, brown shoes boot combo that brie ordered for me online coles.com mm-hmm. uh and a uh brown belt that's it all right brie or what are you wearing okay um i'm wearing um a long sleeve plaid shirt it is red and navy blue and white in it like a american flag so Yep, like an American flag. I'm wearing a Fitbit mm. Charge HR on my wrist. This is to monitor a variety of things. What is the heart rate? Okay. We're at 78 right now. Not bad. Not bad. I'm wearing like a like a brown pant on my legs and um I'm wearing some socks. Nathan? <laughs> Both very accurate. What are you wearing? I have a, a flannel shirt on. The sleeves are rolled up to show that I'm casual. Oh, very cool. casual. That's what I was yep. going to say. I do have Beats headphones on my on my head right now. Mm-hmm. Um, jeans and socks and a brown belt. Nice. Any belt for you, Bree? I am also wearing a brown belt. Okay. Oh, and my T-shirt underneath is from the uh, Natural History Museum. That's a... Oh. Very it's cool. a puffer fish. On puffer there. fish. Wow. Yeah. wow. Cool. Very. I think you win for the fanciest outfit I today. Yep. Mm-hmm. Really Good shut job, up everyone. our games next time. Okay. You know what? Let's go to Let's another. go to a really exciting commercial break, and then let's bring it on back and talk about this book and how much money Nathan is now making. All right. We'll be right back. And it looks like we'll let the clock wind down here as we end the first half. What a relentless offense we've seen so far today as the Iowa Barnstormers trail 35 to nothing. I'm Tom Yoink here from CBS Sports. Today's game brought to you by Milkbone Dog Bones. So milky, so bony. Gotta love those dog bones. Milkbone, put the milkiest bone you can find in your dog's mouth. Let's toss it down to Janice Shakel for a report from the field brought to you by Milk Bone's newest chewable treat, the crusty graham cracker bone. Janice? Devilish acts of surprise being used on the field today. I've never seen a ball be fumbled like this. 
Where's it's the like the ball <gasps> left ball. the receiver's the hands ball? with a swoop and a foop. <gasps> Colts was telling the boys, you darn well hold on to that ball. ball. Boys and bulls, <gasps> I mean, ball. keep it ball. together. Where's I've been ball? told that the second string QB may enter the game in the second half. And if that's so, he better hold on to that ball. Ball! I'm Janet Shankhole. Stay tuned for more football ball? and ball? more milk bone. Ball. <gasps> Welcome back to Above the Fold podcast. We're sitting here at a folded, or an unfolded, if you will, card table with Nathan T. Wright. We are about to discuss a book that he wrote, self-published. And illustrated. And illustrated, written, co-authored. Um, yes. And <laughs> it's called The Adventures of Fatberg. Can you give us... Um, a two-sentence summary of what this book is about. This book is about a sewer creature. Uh, I'll come back later and explain what fatbergs are. <laughs> uh, but a fatberg who lives in the sewers um, and becomes curious about uh, the streets above him and what life is like. So he cool. ventures forth. How did you come up with the idea and like what made you want to make this book, write this book? So back in 2013, um, I was reading a news article about these things. This is a real phenomenon, fatbergs, and they occur in sewer systems. They're a big problem in London, and it's basically cooking fat and wet wipes stick together. They cling together, and they get larger and larger. And wet larger. wipes? Wet wipes. Really? Yep. And yeah, there's something about that that sticks to, to uh, fat, and they get bigger and bigger. So they're basically like these giant icebergs made of fat, mm -hmm. and they get so huge, they become the size of buses, airplanes, so crews have to go down and chop them up, uh, spray them with hoses and break them apart. So um, that was the inspiration for me kind of thinking, um, what if what if one of these things were alive? What would it look like? What would it think about the world around itself? Um, so that so was that was back when I started drawing a lot mm -hmm. again in the, in the summer and just kind of created this character mm -hmm. and pieced together story elements over time. So you had been doing research on these clumps of fat and wet wet wipes, yeah. Up up until 2013, this that was, had been that was the first time I'd heard of it. Okay. It was in 2013. Okay. Um, and since then, I keep more articles keep popping up about about this. It, yeah. it, it seems to be mostly London that this happens, but I've read about a few in Australia too. Mm -hmm. And they're actually called fat birds. They are really called fat birds. So it does, there is a <laughs> Wikipedia the, entry. If you Google it, it's that's one bird. of the first things that'll come up. You should get a, a, a attribute or something on the Wikipedia page yeah. as an official source or something. Yeah, you guys should do that for me yeah. because if I do it, I'll, I'll probably ban me. So is the the audience <clears throat> intended to be children or is it meant to be more like an educational book for just people to learn more? Yeah, so this is for children. Um, I would say ages seven eight nine ten mm -hmm. um i don't know too much about children so that's kind of <laughs> yeah a, that's kind of a guess uh, but it's it's uh, yeah it's a story for kids okay. um it's a it's a story about um no matter what the world says about you you can you can still make a difference mm -hmm. yeah it's uh i really like the page where you have the key um or uh, for uh for size comparison of a uh, double-decker bus and an airplane mm -hmm. For the fat breaks. This is the size of stuff we're talking about. Mm -hmm. This is yeah, why... it's a lot bigger than you would think. Mm -hmm. Also, is this why we don't dump our grease down the drain? This is why. Yeah. Okay. Oh. That's why we're not no, supposed to. I never really knew Just for sure Just how are why. the wet wipes, though, finding their way <laughs> in the, toilet? the sewers? 
Is it toilet? In the toilet? Yeah, through Unless toilets. So I'm yep. just stuffing it down a sink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he uses wet wipes that often near the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> just put them in the trash. <clears throat> um, so how long did it take you to put together? How many pages are there? There's 20 pages in 20 there. Pages. Your, your standard children's book is the model is about 32 pages, so it's it's a it's a little thin. Mm-hmm. Um, but where this came from was, um, I did a Pachachka talk. Um, Pachachkas are basically this presentation format where you do uh, you talk about a topic and you have 20 slides, 20 seconds each. Mm-hmm. So I did il- these illustrations for that presentation. So then I had these 20 drawings do something with so I decided I would make that into something tangible so I took the drawings and then added some words and basically told the story mm-hmm. uh what how do you go about like it's for sale on Amazon we should mention that if you just search for Adventures of Fatberg you can buy it and order it we did it's pretty great um but uh how do you how do you get it to Amazon what does that process look like I used a, a platform called CreateSpace, which Amazon owns, and it's um, it's meant for self-publishing. You upload your manuscript, um, and basically it just dumps it straight into Amazon. You set your price and set up your tax information, and then it's printed on demand. So I have no inventory. It's just if you go and buy one, then a robot immediately goes to work and prints it. Oh, nice. It, and then it comes to you. So you don't have to make a big investment up right. front to get a bunch printed. And <clears throat> Does somebody have to review it and say past quality standards or is it there is there is some review process where a human actually does look at it and make sure formatting looks good um the text is displaying right mm-hmm. um, but they don't do any traditional editing they're just like does it look good and not like garbage mm-hmm. um and to answer your question um how long it took the drawings were about two or three hours per illustration so and then that, you just hand draw drew those those are drawn on a um I have a, a digital illustration tablet, mm-hmm. a Wacom, and that's what I used for all of them. And then you go in and you fill in the color on a computer later? Yep. You... So it's it's actually all done on a computer. So I have the tablet sitting oh. in front of me, and then I'm watching on my monitor what I'm drawing, and then get get the outlines done, sort of the raw sketches, and then, then, then dump color into it. Mm-hmm. So is your intent to get this into stores um, you know, be on Amazon in the future, or what are you planning to do? This one is really for friends and family, mm-hmm. and to kind of check something off the list that I haven't done before. Um, so it helps me learn about self-publishing. Yeah. Um, the formatting is really frustrating because CreateSpace um, is really built for self-publishing in terms of um, novels. Mm. Um, with and it's not visual friendly. It's okay. So I would prefer that this be more of a, a horizontal format with drawing on one page and then words on the other page. Yeah. So I was kind of restricted and boxed into this 8, eight by 10, 8.5 by 11 um, formatting. So um, this is just kind of a step forward for mm-hmm. me. And then I'd like to reboot this as something longer um, and larger and uh, more robust. Um, so right now I'm just kind of, there it is. And now I have something I can send out to, to uh, children's book yeah. agents. And just kind of well, it's almost like you could take other topics similar to this one's things about our environment that you know we're we're doing, but you know not necessarily knowing how we're harming the environment by just throwing the food grease and fat down our drains. I mean, you could take other ideas and publish more books. There's a lot of gross 
things that we leave behind. There's <laughs> there's space junk. Right. That could be That's a, whole a huge thing. problem. Landfills. I can't imagine what's microbeads in what? like Lake Michigan. All that you know, like the little granules in our tooth toothpaste and mm-hmm. and body wash. So are like, there like plastic pieces in your toothpaste? Yeah, like they're like tiny micro pieces of plastic. Yeah. Intentionally or yeah, so to like they, help clean your teeth better. Oh. Mm-hmm. And they actually uh, just got banned by the federal government. Oh, so wow. so manufacturers can't put that stuff because they all ended up somehow. I think in like one of the Great Lakes in these <laughs> in these clumps, <laughs> just tends to clump together, just like just like a fatberg. That seems like a perfect sequel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you call that the adventures of plastic toothpaste crap? <laughs> and then there's the giant like garbage floating pile the size of texas if you you guys ever heard about that and it's in Mm -hmm. i think it's in the pacific and it's a giant floating pile of garbage Hmm. no one's like taking care of it they're just like nah that's not my job just a new (laughs) island (laughs) just i had to take too much work to break up and i don't know yeah what are you gonna do with it bring it on a land and leave it there shoot it well can you shoot stuff in outer space or is that a bad idea i don't know burn it I don't What's know. research? Just Substitute that <laughs> stuff for coal? I don't know. Burning coal. <laughs> um, cool. Well, you're doing the book thing now, but it's kind of, I, I would almost compare it to, you know, self-publishing a book to coming up and being an entrepreneur of sorts. So before you were at Hy-Vee, you uh, had founded Lava Row. That's correct. And what year did you find find that <laughs> see i started you, how'd you find it how did you find it yeah um <laughs> i missing i started that in 2006 mm-hmm. and it was i it was a consulting firm small company uh, we helped companies with all sorts of digital marketing problems mm-hmm. do you find yourself wanting to continue to do that entrepreneur thing by doing this or is it kind of this is more like artistic it's a little bo- little bit of both. So this is this is a way to. Um, I was an art major, and I've been drawing and writing stuff since I was a, a little child. So this is a way to keep me doing that. But it has a little entrepreneurial element as well, because um, in a similar way, you get started, you don't really know what you're doing. Um, you kind of have to figure it out yourself, um, and and blaze your own path. Mm-hmm. And no one no one is when you're self publishing, no one's helping you. It's mm-hmm. just kind of you on your own learning and marketing your own mm-hmm. stuff. Did you like run it by other people before you shipped it off? Get some friends and family advice. Very, very little. So the the drawings had been seen before by an audience. Again, oh, that's that, right. Yeah, that Pachashka talk. Um, I always I always pronounce it Pechacucha. I do. Yeah, that's how I. <laughs> that's what it looks like. Yeah, but apparently it's Pachashka, or Pach- so, or so someone told me. Maybe okay. I'm wrong. Um, so the drawings had been seen before, and mm-hmm. kind of the heart of the story, but not worded in a way that was geared towards children. Hmm. Hmm. Very cool. So what kind of investment did you have to put into this book? It's other all, than just your time. All time. All time. Yeah. So cool. two or three hours per illustration. So probably 60 hours total doing that. Um, that was like a, I did most of those in, the, in under a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and some very long days and long mm-hmm. nights. And I smelled very bad. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't shower, power through it. That's one of the challenging things, I think, uh, especially if you have something you're working on outside of work is um, finding time for it. Mm-hmm. Is, do you have, do you tell yourself, I'm going to sit down and draw from um, seven to nine, Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Do you have a schedule or do you just just force yourself to do it every every day? 
I try to keep some sort of schedule. Usually Tuesday and Thursday nights are, are good, and then weekends too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, with our podcast, it's tough enough to get this thing um, going every couple every weeks couple now weeks we're doing two a month now wow this year that's our 2016 above the fold re- resolution mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um and the weekly newsletter i'm sending that out now we've gotten two out this year all sorts of things mm-hmm. that's a big deal mm-hmm. well i like th- i like it that um it was relatively easy to put the produce this book i mean of course you need the talent of the, the illustrations and the writing but Sounds like it wasn't too difficult to get it up and people can order it online. Yeah, it's, it's pretty slick. If you have the content, um, really anyone can do it if you have internet access and <laughs> a tax ID or a social security number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you need one uh, social number, you can ask us for ours. We'll... Yeah, more than willing to yes. give ours out. Mm-hmm. So Just text me. Um, another thing, Nathan, that you do on a yearly basis is you go to south by southwest correct i have never been there but i've wanted to go um more or less for some of the comedy related things that are there but also the tech and the innovation related things and josh has been there one time i went once a couple years ago yeah i really really enjoyed it I want to go back really bad. Are you still going every year? Yes. Still yep. go? How many? Like 10 years now? Yeah, this will be 10 in a row. Wow. Do you speak yeah. there or do you just go to, to you know, participate in usually to, speakers? Yeah, usually to participate. Um, I have uh, done three. Um, I moderated panels, so I wouldn't call it speaking, but I was on stage with You're people. You're on stage, yeah. yeah. So I did that three times. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, I think we should go. Yeah, Probably we should go. Maybe next year. Like you, So when tickets go on sale, um, the hotel rooms are also packaged with kind of this, the ticket. Yeah, tickets go on sale in August, mm-hmm. and typically the, all the Austin downtown hotels are gone within 24 hours. Mm-hmm. So if we wanted to go, probably want to go right when tickets go on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would like to go just for kind of the entertainment, the um, uh, comedy and interactive festival and maybe pop into some web stuff, but mm-hmm. maybe more for just a vacation instead of a work yeah. thing. Since I hear that it's like a, a very crowded festival. It is. It's um, packed. Yeah. And there's so much that you can do there. So is there a particular way you strategize what you're going to do when you go? No, you have to stay pretty flexible. It's sensory overload and you have to plan on not getting into things and having like three different backup plans. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. You can't just have one backup plan because... Uh, a lot of that you run into proximity problems like oh the other panel is going to go to is 15 miles away so yeah <laughs> to get like on the three, bus yeah you need like three backup panels yeah uh, to attend or just take it easy and have a drink somewhere mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a really fun time uh, we've been watching friday night lights have you ever seen that show mm-hmm. yep uh, yep one and, of my favorites yeah we're we just finished season three mm-hmm. and yeah. they obviously go to austin a lot for different things college and yeah. whatever i but think a lot going of to was, state yeah. going to state <laughs> um, i think a lot of it was filmed in austin, in austin. Yeah. um yeah so that every time they go there it's like oh i want to go back to south by southwest mm-hmm. so we'll have to go yeah mm-hmm. tell you what um this has sure been interesting is there anything else you'd like to talk about 
marketing-wise or book-wise or anything you'd like to promote, how can people follow you? Uh, you can find me um, on most social networks at Nathan T. Wright. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Twitter is where I, I am most active. I have a website, NathanTWright.com. I'm on Tumblr and Instagram, too. Do people still tumble? Uh, yes. That's a that's a big thing, especially with artists. Because yep. because of the visual mm-hmm. element, you can add multiple yep. photos and scroll through. It's been a long time since I actually actively checked Tumblr, and mm-hmm. I certainly didn't post very much on it back in the day. But yeah. I was always confused as to, should I be tweeting this or tumbling this or Facebooking <laughs> it? But Is that what they call it, tumbling? I, I don't know. I don't post know if it even Tumblr. has a word. Yeah, it's probably not cool to say you're tumbling something. It's probably yeah. like... Follow me. Tumble me. Tumble. I don't know. <laughs> Tumble me. All right. <clears throat> well, um, thank you to Nathan T. Wright for joining us on episode 22, which we're going to call Books and Stuff. Books and Stuff. That's a great title. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you can find more Above the Fold podcasts at AboveTheFoldPodcast.com. And... and- at podcast underscore ATF on mm-hmm. Twitter. Best handle ever. <laughs> uh, and by searching iTunes for Above the Fold Podcast. And maybe soon a Facebook page. Yeah, we're thinking of launching our Facebook page. Are people on Facebook these days? I don't know. I hear. It's still the over book? a billion there. Yeah. So <laughs> I think the, so you're saying there's a chance that people are going to like it. There's a one in a billion chance. Uh-huh. We can run a little sponsored page. Yeah. Um, yeah, and maybe Spotify too. We didn't talk about that. Spotify, oh, yeah. Breeze Spotify updated with a shows section. They have yeah. both video and audio shows. Been predicting this for at least a couple weeks <laughs> since I thought of the idea, but you can listen to podcasts on Spotify and you can watch TV shows on Spotify now. Yeah. Isn't that cool? So cool. So another thing to do while you're at your job. Yeah, I don't know. We Streaming. couldn't find our podcast in it, but you know, maybe you just have to. Yeah, there's maybe there's some fee we'll have to pay. Yeah, no one's called us from Spotify yet. <laughs> the lines check. are open. We, we didn't get your application for above the fold podcast. Okay. All right. That's it. Yep. That's it. Stay above the fold. <laughs>